You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change, like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on, and Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. P- please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Sox do indeed suck. Who knows who's going to be on the team? I trust to like a welcome. Yeah, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. This is 161st Street. Just okay, wanted to remind that you. Out, you want different one. No, we're going to leave that. Okay, cool. So, we just put out another episode. We're bored, so we're going to put out another one and another one tomorrow. So, you're going to be hearing a lot of us if you want. You could also just exit out of it, but don't do that. You like us. <laughs> so, we, uh, we're a little hungry, honestly. So, I, I skipped dinner, so I got this Schaller's Stub sausage place right outside us. We're in uh, the Upper East Side in the city right, right now. Right on um, 85th and 2nd, right yeah. on 2nd Avenue. And, Highly uh, recommend. I was going to eat this before, but I decided like we're a little pressed for time. So I thought we can turn this into a little bit of a segment going forward. I don't know. So... Do you want to explain to them a little bit about what the segment's going to be about going forward, since we're all probably from New York? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, we like other things besides, like 99% of things we like is baseball. The other 1% is food. So yeah, that, why that's, not, that's the breakdown. Why not combine, combine the two? So uh, we're going to be giving you some live updates of uh, some great places to eat around here. Um, you know, things we recommend and things that we like and... Uh, if you have any things you recommend, do you have any other food places that you want to uh, shout out We'd or give us recommendations? Love to hear. Let it. us know. So here goes nothing. If you don't want to see this, you can just you know skip ahead. But this is going to be a segment from here on out. So Schaller's Stubs. This episode's brought to you by the Quality Worsts. They're bratwursts. So one, <laughs> one bite, it. everybody knows the rules. I don't think you can say that. I think that's that's definitely like trademark or something. Bon appetit. Yeah, I don't think you can see that either. We'll cut both those things out. That's pretty gas, honestly. Cut those little things out. Good brat. Really good brat. Out of 10? What's the rating out of 10? I don't know if we should do just like... No. It's tough because it's like... We're not going to be like Barstool. We're going to put it out of 12. 12? No. It's out of 12. Why? So out of 12, I'm going to give it an 8.9. Flat, moving on. That's the end of that segment. All right. Stay tuned for next segment. Send us your little DMs where we should go next. That's it. So what do you think about Dellen, Damon? Dellen, wow. Go right into it. Okay. Right into it. All right, cool. Um, I heard that he's he was offered $10 million for one year, and if you're the Yankees, you're stupid if you don't do that. Well, he wasn't That's offered. That's my opinion. He wasn't offered. Sorry, that was rumors. Sorry. Rumors no, he's saying, asking for rumors one year. Rumors saying that he was asking for that. One year, 10 mil is what he's asking for. Yeah, I think the Yankees are stupid if they don't give him that. I agree. And, yeah, I, I, I just, they're, they're stupid if they don't think that he's worth that. You Granted, just, you, we, just, we did just spend $324 million on one what's guy. What's $10 extra million? Dollars? I don't know. I get That's that. All I'm, saying. I'm with That's you. All I'm it's saying. not my pockets, but... They do have an excuse if they don't want to go after him. However, and he's also injury the past injuries in the past. Maybe not want to go after a guy like that because there's a lot of question marks around that area. He pitched literally two batters, 
danced his way out of, <laughs> off the mound and then got hurt. Yeah, but, but I mean, he still looked decent in the last couple games of the season. I know he was like... What do you mean? He pitched two batters. I know. Just saying, like... Struck them both out. Don't know, get just me saying, wrong. I'm just saying he looked okay. I'm not like he didn't walk both of them. That's all I'm saying. I know it's small sample size. As I mean, we knew the say. entire time if, if he, he has the stuff. So if he's on the mound, he's got it. Yeah, I mean... It, and that probably was an 80% potential. I think he's 100% worth the money. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but I could see why they might stray away. And they also have gone to arbitration with him before, and that got ugly, so... Yeah, I I, I, yeah, I get that. The, the key players with them right now, I'm hearing the Phillies. My sources tell me the Phillies, which is basically the Philadelphia Yankees, and the Mets. Yuck. Ew. Like, why? I'd why? rather... Than, who would you rather go to? Is that a question? E- easily the fucking Philadelphia Obviously. Yankees. Obviously, why even... We'll reunite with Joe Girardi. That's why I think he'll definitely go there also. If we yeah. don't get him. who I'm a firm believer in I want Batansis. Like, he needs to be on the Yankees. Not that we'll have a hole in the bullpen, but... I mean, it's Dylan. We, we also dealt with him. We were without him all last year. Yeah. And we were still the best bullpen in the That's league. That's true. Do you think... The potential of getting hater affects that. We're not getting hater. Let's just say. Let's just say. We're I, not getting I, hater. I know. I'm just saying. I posted that. No. Let's, let's not just say. All right. Fine. I posted that mock trade that we saw on some website, whatever the fuck it was. And yeah, there was, was outrage like, was by our fucking <laughs> by everybody ridiculous. on our post. Most comments I've ever seen in my life. And like you guys beat a dead horse. Like we got it. Like I understood loud and clear when I read the post. Like I said it myself. And it was just repetitive. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, whatever. The guy's racist, too. So I don't know if I want that on the team. He is. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. We don't want any of that. But that was one of those things where they they uncover things of your past, like on, like, draft night or something. Yeah, like either, either way. Yeah. Shit like that sticks with you forever. Yeah. You don't want, you don't want that in the But we're not going to get I mean, they, that's a random person, random writer that was putting that out there but i don't yeah, think, i don't stupid. think we get him and they, that was that trade was talking about glaber and sevy and, and I don't yeah know i'm not wasting my breath talking about this bullshit yeah. josh Hader will not That's be stupid. a new york yankee and that is that let's move on yeah so other reliever options i think plain and simple i think it's done mm-hmm. or honestly we don't really it's not a glaring need granted we were the best bullpen in the league last year without him we had him for two batters it's not a glaring need and honestly, if we were to sign him, it would be just as much of a free agent acquisition as it would be for another team for us. Because we went without yeah. him for all year. So it would yeah. feel like we're acquiring a free agent, you know? Yeah, I get that. And I, I guess what I was trying to bring up before about the whole hater thing is that because we're not getting him, and I was saying if, but because we're not getting him, I think it, there's a, it's a no-brainer at this point. Give him the fucking money. It's one year. You'll make up for that in first day fucking beer sales for opening day. Like, you know, fucking suck it up. Give I mean, the, it's, give the fucking it's $10 money. million. Dollars. We, we are the newborn Yankees. Like, we haven't been spending yeah. money like we have, but Hal pulled a little bit of a Georgie there signing Garrett Cole. So, I mean, people who are far less, like, who are far less, you know, capable pitchers than him are getting around the same deals. Like, I mean, aren't, like, let's get into that then. Zach Wheeler does not deserve oh, what he God, got. Oh, God, don't get me started about Zach, Zach Wheeler. Zach Wheeler I... fucking blow. I mean, he doesn't blow. He's a very average pitcher, but he was a... He's a it, was, it was a cause and effect relationship between him and the market, and he signed before... Wait, what was the sequence of the signings? It was Strasburg first? No, it was no, Wheeler first. No, Wheeler won first. Yeah, Wheeler won first. So there was no market defined. That's why he got, what was it, $100 million? Yeah, I forget the exact number, but yeah, it was right. Yeah, way there. more than he should have. Yeah, way more. It was one of those things where I was just like, what? Like, when I was still having, I was like, yeah. Zach Wheeler? I was like, he's still, like, a pitcher? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, the, the one time I remember we played him, we rocked him. We put him, yeah. like, seven runs. He got knocked out in two innings, and he sucked. He didn't look good. He, had, he has gas. Like, he throws hard, but so does everybody else in the league now. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, it's just, he he was just, you know, he's not worth, he's not this worth isn't money. a Mets podcast we're, yeah. we're off that move and I'm, I'm just saying like people like you know Brett Anderson and fucking Martin Perez who are they exactly I know, they're starting pitchers Brett they're, Anderson was on the, the athletics yeah right? they both got one million dear one million dollar deals one million oh, sorry one year six million dollar deals 
Close enough to one million is fine. <laughs> and they don't they're nobodies. And Dylan Batanzas is an established Those are pitcher. The, the smaller market acquisitions, like who who signed them? The Red Sox. The Red Sox. Uh, what? I thought you were about to say the Reds. No, the Red Sox signed Perez. I know the Oakland signed Brett Anderson. That's a very small market, but I'm saying the Red Sox signed fucking Perez. The Red Sox are all over the fucking place. That's just a place. waste of Red fucking Sox, money. I don't, you, never, you don't know what the Red Sox, if they're trying to win, which they're not, because they know they look at us, and that's a glaring issue right there. Yeah. But it's weird to, for the, like a weird position for them, because we're so much better than they are, and they aren't going to make the playoffs unless it's the wild card, because even the Rays are a lot better than they are. Yeah. Granted, they did lose Tommy Pham, but yeah. the Rays are better than they are, and that's why they're all four, like... Selling off Mookie Betts to possibly the Dodgers. We'll get into that later, but yeah. let's get back on track with the Yankees. We got a little bit of a little Ken Rosenthal attitude there talking about all of the league. But yeah. So we've been hearing a lot about Schwarber. Mm. What do you think about that, Damon? Um, it depends for how much, really. I, I'm it's more, a trade. I know. I'm saying who we give yeah, up. Yeah, I'm saying yeah, exactly. I'm saying what's the what's the acquisition cost for us? You know, who are we giving away? If we're so let's play GM real quick. Yeah, what I've, would what would you offer to the Cubs for Kyle Schwarber? Honestly, like, because my my thing is like he is a he's a nice to have player. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's people who are key, there's key players. There's essential players, and then there's you know a nice to have. You know, there's that like that peop, that person on the roster that's just it's like death. a yeah, it's a death death player. You know, um, I'm not giving up giving up prospects in a trade like trade but like pick. why would they do that who i don't think the deal i think we're far apart on it and the reports were that's what i'm saying yeah i think it's just like it's a big it's a big trade piece for the um fucking cubs and it's just like not worth our like our resources to give away somebody who for him you know what i mean yeah i see what you're saying i feel i just feel like there's a kind of a need for it because like we got so many injuries last year, and there's never—it's never a bad move to get depth in anywhere, whether it's the rotation, whether it's—and we actually didn't get money injuries in the pitching staff last year. I mean, other than Severino and Batances, but I mean, there's never a bad move, especially in the outfield. Honestly, this is why I could see the move being somewhat of a good idea. I, I guess also with this win now mentality too. It also yeah, switches so things, move, and it's a trade. So there's no yeah. money. Yeah, I don't know the trade. Actually, no. I, I take that back. Money is not as important. Losing prospects and assets. I do not. I am a firm believer. I know everybody wants to trade. I think actually, Yankee Nation, Yankee Land, is split fifty-fifty on whether to keep Andujar, whether or not to get rid of Andujar. And we've talked about it before, but I'm pro Andujar, man. Like I like. Here's my I, little spiel. I said it all the time before in last episode. Here's yeah. my little spiel for those who haven't heard it before. Miguel Andujar was the rookie of the year the same year that they both were rookies, him and Glaber. In my opinion, I know Shohei Otani won, but he was the rookie of the year. If you look at the numbers, oh, 100%, I'll crown 100%. Him, I'll, I'm crowning him king. 100%. So if he's rookie of the year, and he was better than Glaber, he was very much better than, better than Glaber. So if Glaber took that kind of a stride in year two, just imagine what Andujar would have done. Yeah. I know. So for yeah. those of you that are trying to get rid of Andujar, pump the fucking brakes. Yeah, I know. But Back I, off. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think the whole the whole depth thing is, you know, completely accurate. And Andujar is in depth. Andujar no, 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 is I know, I know. I think this kid can be a fucking... Like, for sure. Glaber is a stud. We just put his face on a t-shirt. For sure. I don't Andujar know. could be that, too. He was better than Glaber. I don't know why everyone was, was freak. I know we're kind of going really off topic here, but I don't know. We talked about this a lot in the last episode, too, but 100%. Like, he was the rookie of the year, and then he got hurt, and everyone's not freaking out. You know? It's like... Give the guy a fucking chance to come back and be better than he ever was, you know? I mean, granted, he's never been a good fielder, but we've talked about this before, too, and Devers was the worst fielder I've ever seen. He made so many errors. Even Matt said it. He was a diehard Red Sox fan, and he turned it around, and he was a good fielder last year. No sugarcoating yeah, that. Yeah. He was a good fielder. I saw. I watched for myself. Matt told us before. I was like, you're, fuck, you're wrong. Get out of my face. I watched the kid. Kick and field. He made some, made some nice plays. But if that kid can do it, Andujar yeah, can. Andujar is kind of bad sick. in the field. But we haven't seen him in a year. That was his rookie year. 
There's yeah. jitters. I'd be fucking having jitters. I'm having jitters doing this fucking podcast. Yeah. But anyway, going back to the question, I think if we're, I think, I think we are, and I think everyone agrees we're in, we just spent fucking 300 fucking million dollars. We're in a win now mentality. And yeah. I, yeah, I think it, it, there's two sides of every story, obviously. And I think there's two, like, there's a, those are decisions to be made. If we're going, going off her, going after Schwarber. And we're in this win now mentality. We better fucking win if we give well, away I think something. That's, I think that's the discrepancy. It's yeah. It's are you going to go after like a Patances and other people you can get for cash, or are you going to trade away assets for the future, like Andujar? And I yeah. feel like everybody's willing to give away Andujar, like it's like it's toothpaste or something. I don't know. It's yeah. just it feels like no one's behind Andujar, and I don't know why. The kid's a stud, and I don't want if then that's the case to bring it back to the question with Schwarber. And we're ranting about the Schwarber thing, but this goes for any trade that they're possibly doing. Like, who knows? Maybe if they go for Lindor or something else like that. I don't know. I don't want to give up Anduar, and I don't know a lot about. Uh, we we hear about Debbie Garcia, and I don't know. I mean, the kid hasn't pitched in the majors at all. But I'm not I'm not for the trades. But I think honestly, this one with Schwarber kinda makes sense. We we asked a lot of people in the DMs and. This, the astounding number of you, like the majority of you, didn't want Schwarber. But I think he can help. I'm going to play devil's advocate here real quick. I think he could help. He's a lefty bat, which we're in the market for. I think he could help. I think he, lefty bat, he can easily hit, like, this is crazy, but like maybe 40 home runs because he's a lefty bat. Yeah, if lefty, he plays every game, that, that's never going to He's not going to play every game. He's going to be outfield depth. He's a bat first too which is why he's in the NL right now in the Cubs he'd be a good DH even though we have a few of those he, we, we do that thing where we mix and match like the DH with the first base with the outfield everything we just we have a rotation because it's 162 games you can move around pieces Listen. I'm just saying he'd be a good he'd definitely be a beneficiary of moving to the AL with the DH Listen, yeah I, I agree I'm, I'm and all, the short porch I'm all I'm all for him. I just don't want to give him give him away for too much. But yes, if it's I know, the right price. Yeah, I know we're in that win win now mentality. So I know there's two sides. Like just get him type thing. But I don't. Th- I think I don't, it's good. I think it'd be a good move. Yeah, I just don't know. A lot he, of people are not giving him a chance. I know. I just don't know if he's like the the answer to go forward. You know, it's like. Yeah, you I'm gonna be I mean? honest. I haven't been looking at him very closely. I just I I know of Kyle Schwarber being this big power bat. Yeah. I haven't looked at his recent numbers. If you want to pull those up. Um, I just know that the Cubs, the reason the Cubs have been so into all of the, like, the trades and they've been so aggressive in trades is because they have two years of control for Schwarber, Rizzo, Bryant, and Javi Baez. All of them have two years of control, if I'm not mistaken. And each of those guys are going to command a total AAV of $100 million collectively mm-hmm. per year, whether that's... 10 to Schwarber, whatever it is, and 30 to Javi Baez, because people are getting in that range now. It's a lot of money, and I don't think they can hold on to all four of those players. No shot. I mean, but it doesn't, you would never think that they're going to trade players like that. Like Rizzo is a big one that people are saying we're going to get. I don't that's know just, who it is. Just, yeah, well, it, it makes sense. He's a first baseman. We don't have a distinct first baseman. We have a distinct uh, everything else. I don't know. It, it makes sense on, on face know. value. I don't know if it's ever going to materialize, but... I'm just saying they're not going to be able to sign all these ones, and I think Javi Baez is obviously their number one on the list, and everyone takes a back seat to him. Yeah, but I understand why they're aggressive in that sense because time's a ticking, and you got two years left of control. Yeah, they're going to sure. trade some of them, and I think the bottom of the totem pole there is Kyle Schwarber, and probably can get a pr- like him for kind of cheap. Yeah, I mean, listen again, I agree with you. I think if we can get him at the right price, let's. No, let's fucking do it, you know? I'm all for it. I'm just saying. So, all right, so let's circle back to the question I asked you like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, Let's play that? GM. Who are you giving him for? I don't – I'm not, I'm not going to say – I don't know exactly. Like, I'm not giving him for anybody. You know, I'm prospect watching. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not giving him anybody. So who are you not giving him for? Giving for him. What the fuck does that mean? I'm not giving him for anybody who's on our fucking bench right now. In our 26-man lineup, I'm not giving him anyone in our 26-man lineup. Regardless. I think we've talked about this enough. We're no for shot. It. We're for it. We're not GMs, but we... You know, that's why I said 26 we're there. We're giving the Yankees the green light to mm. offer up a player that will not have an impact on this next year. 
if you can make it happen and get Kyle Schwarber, we're all for it because outfield depth. Honestly, th- this too. I know we ranted about this for a while. We might have to cut some of this out, <laughs> but like with Hicks' injury, mm. it hurts us in the outfield. Right now, the outfield I posted earlier today, the the, de- the defensive starting lineup. Hicks isn't there. Gardner's starting center field, which I love Gardner. You got Frazier slash Talkman in left with the caveat of Stanton if he's going to play the outfield or DH. And you got Judge Slayton in right. Who else? There's no one really than Tyler Wade, like if he wants to play infield or outfield, if he can decide. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking plenty of people, though. But we just came off one of the, literally the most injuries ever. Like, you got to be a little cautious about that. I know, that. I know. And I think if you're the Yankees, not only us, they know more than we do. Like, they are going to make yeah, something Yeah, I happen. hope so. <laughs> I don't think free agency is done after this Garrett Cole signing or the Gardner signing. I Hopefully hopefully we can get Dallin Patances. But I think another lefty bat would be huge, and if it's in the outfield, it definitely helps a lot. To summarize what we just said, that's that. So, do you think, speaking of outfield, Mike Talkman, I love the guy. Mm-hmm. Is he legit? What can we realistically expect from Mike Talkman in year two? I uh, that's a loaded question because it's a loaded question. He was so cool at the end of the year. He, he was, was one of the best players. Awesome! In oh my the god! Last year, they literally were saying he's the best Mike in baseball. That yeah. includes Mike Trout. <laughs> I and he I, was. He had more war than them. Yeah, he was. He was so cool. He was so reliable. He was so cool. Did I say he was cool? He was just. He, he was, was great, cool dude. He was great, and I, I think that I, I friend of the pod. Yeah, yeah, and I think that he was just like the greatest player to stick in there in, a, in our situation where we had so many injuries. And if he can continue to be that, I don't see why he can't be an everyday starter in 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 left. You know, he was literally the cornerstone for the replacements last year. Like he I mean, was, he was he was better than Clint Frazier, and Clint Frazier was supposed to be an everyday Gra- starter. I, Clint had a good year offensively. Yeah, I mean, yeah, worst we, defensive. We talked about Clint way too much, but yeah, I. I but he comes in the conversation too because yeah. they might be platooning out there if we don't get a Schwarber or something like that. So Clint actually could have a major role in 2020. Yeah, I know. But back to back to Talkman. What do you think? You think he sustains what he did last year? Higher, the same, worse? What What do you think? I know he's coming off an injury, so it's it's always hard to tell. And I know he was going on a hot streak, so. You know, baseball is all as a game about streaks, and especially when you get injured. That's baseball, Susan. That's baseball, Susan. Um, and it's a game of streaks, and injuries mess up those streaks. And you know, it's it's one of those things where it's you're predicting the unpredictable. But I'm just saying, I you're I, just circling around the question. Just answer the question. It's a difficult question is to he answer. Is he going to do better, the same, or worse? I don't know. I was going to say, I hope he Pick does one. better. Better, the same, or worse? He's going to do the same. The same? Yeah. That's I'm in my, the same boat. That's my answer. Just want to get your answer. Final answer. Lock it I in. I think he'll do the same too. I think Mike Talkman showed Final us Final answer. Enough. Lock it in. I think he showed us enough. I think he should definitely showed us enough. He sustained it for a long time. And I didn't, there was never a point where I was like, yo, Mike Talkman sucks. Like, yeah. get him out of the lineup. He was one of the ones I wanted to see. When I woke up in the morning, that was a mouthful. When I woke up in the morning, I wanted to see him in that lineup. Yeah, I agree. I wanted to see Mike Talkman's name. Yeah. Honestly, sometimes there was the debate. Honestly, him when Stanton was healthy, who to start in left field? Yeah, I mean, I have a, yeah, I have a lot to say about Stanton, but you know, I I agree with you. And also, I think that he was a. I remember when we sat behind him, like you know, a couple of rows back. Talkman. Yeah, and we were yeah, trying we were to get saying, his attention. Mike, here. Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> we were trying to get his attention, but those were great seats, and I think uh, yeah, for the two innings we were there. Yeah. I think uh, you can go a little bit about our all our seats and our uh, our gig we got going on. My cat's about to jump in the toilet. <laughs> yeah, all right. Hold wait, on. Keep she, it going. Keep wait, it going, Dan. Ghost. She's literally jumping in the fucking toilet. She's, yeah, to get her out of there. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast so far. We really appreciate all the support you constantly give us day in and day out. We wanted to do something special for you guys, so we worked out a new deal with our sponsor, SeatGeek, to give everyone $20 off their first purchase. For those of you who don't know what SeatGeek is, it's a great app that gives you the ability to find the experience that is perfect for you and actually gives you a grade on each available ticket so you know what's the best deal and what's not the best deal. 
Go check out their website, SeatGeek.com, and use code 161, that's 161, to get $20 off your first purchase. Now enough of this ad. Let's get back to the pod. Damon, what do you think about Mike Francesa? Mike Francesa, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Dude, I hate that guy. Uh, I, he's, he's a fucking mess. He knows nothing. I don't know. I mean, like, what the what are you the doing, reason I bring that What up, are you doing, The man? reason I bring that up is because he said that DJ LeMahieu was a fluke. Like, come on. Like, are you trying to get people to fucking hate your guts? Like, what? He was the... The prize of New York the entire he's season. The prize of the MLB. Like how he's like a he's whole, in the MVP running, and I think he should have been closer than he was. He lives, Fuck Marcus Simeon. He lives and breathes baseball, and all he wants to do is just hit the baseball and be a good baseball player. Baseball, and you're shitting baseball, on the guy. baseball. Because he, he loves baseball. That's all he does. He was, like, like <laughs> you saw him there at celebrations. He was just it's like, like, like A Rod quote. <laughs> you, remember, you remember that video where he's just like A Rod with some great analysis here. He goes. Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand it though. Mike Francesa, fucking, he's had some bad takes, but he—that's the worst one. DJ Lemayhu is a fluke. Come on. It's and then not, he went on to, like... and then he went on to be like, Stan's gonna have an MVP year. I don't know if it was an MVP year, but I, that's a conversation. I, I'm Team Stan. I know a lot of people aren't. It's pretty split. It's it's not like. We're not going to get into that now. I know, but, but I'm saying it's not like... Let's keep burning Mike It's Francesa. not like DJ Mayhew had one good season. This guy's been a three-time gold glover. And he's won a batting title before. He yeah. nearly won this one. He's Tim, a three-time all-star, Tim Anderson too. just came out of the woodwork this year because he was out, and then he came back and was eligible at the last second. But he... I'm going to give him a batting title. This is my second time of giving out awards. I gave out Miguel Andujar's Rookie of the Year. I'm going to give out... DJ LeMahieu's batting title this year. He's He's been a solid, above-average player since 2014. Winning gold gloves. Above average. Yeah. And it's the sky's Winning the gold bin. gloves, being he's an all-star. Like, it's not... Like, go, like, go fuck it. He was first team all baseball, whatever you want to call it. Like, he was yeah, the, the best ever. second baseman. He was like, the best second baseman. You got, like, you got to be either an idiot or you just want attention to say some shit like that. I feel like he's just asking for attention at this point. It's not like he doesn't have enough attention. He's fucking Mike Francesa. Mike Francesa. Like, I can get attention too if I said like Judge doesn't have a gap between his teeth. Prove me wrong. Yeah, change it's like, my mind. Go fuck yourself. I'm I'm just gonna get heat if I keep talking about that. You As know. you can tell, we don't fuck with Mike Francesa. And if you're watching the video, you probably noticed that on the screen here, on this little white thing we got in the front, it says Babe Ruth wasn't good. Yeah. So, um, I saw something two days ago that said that the. Uh, Babe Ruth's 500th career home run bat was sold for a million dollars. I mean, whoever bought that, I mean, you just got to have, like, fuck you, money burn a hole in your pocket. But we've had an ongoing debate about how good Babe Ruth was and if he was good and what his skill set would be matched up to the people who play nowadays, and we think he would suck. It's plain and simple. Even if I had that kind of money, I wouldn't fucking buy that. This is a strictly... Fuck Babe Ruth podcast, and I don't care if you like him. Let us know. This is this is why we're doing this little part of the podcast. So this is going to be the debate question of the podcast. We're going to have you guys DM us and tell us what you guys think about some topics we debate. And this debate topic here is Babe Ruth sucks. Changed my mind. Yeah, we're also going to post a, a post a uh, a post on uh, our a social post, media. A post, a post, a post, <laughs> post, 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 um, on Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, all of our YouTube, other places, everything. YouTube. So go ahead and uh, talk amongst yourselves and let us know what you think. And hopefully everyone else agrees with us. If you don't agree with us, it's even better. Create some conversation. Um, but yeah, we're not talking about it anymore. So our take you know, on this Babe Ruth topic is we think Babe Ruth sucked and here's why. I'm not going to get too deeply into it. I just think he'd be a modern day Adam Dunn. Yeah. He's a fat loser. He might be worse than Adam Dunn. He might be worse than Adam Dunn. All right. That's enough talking about. Babe Ruth. I mean, we got the point. Um, Just let us know in the comments. Yeah, comment below in the the comments and um, talk about it and let us know. Cool. Let's move on. I think that you know the the thing about the the winter and I think that for a lot of baseball fans and um you know kind of growing the game and um you know making an appeal to everybody. You know, especially not in season. I think these the free agency market has been pretty spectacular the past two years. I think it's only getting better. I think maybe even next year is even better. But I think that around the MLB, there's been some amazing other new signings, some other 
not so great and some other cool things that could potentially happen. So what do we have on the radar? I mean, I'm hearing that the Dodgers, who I personally think this is Yankee related to, we're talking a lot about other teams, but we got to keep it on the radar. We're World Series contenders now. It's World Series or bust, so who stands in our way? I think the best team aside from us, and I think we're on an island alone right now, is the Dodgers. Be only because, and not as they sit right now. Obviously, the Astros are also there, and we immediately made the Astros worse because we took their best, one of their best players, if not their best player, Garrett Cole, from them and added him to our team. The Dodgers are right there, and, and we're hearing their name thrown around a lot with Francisco Lindor, and more recently, you told me that uh, sources say that Mookie Betts and the Dodgers are talking, mm-hmm. or the Red Sox and the Dodgers are talking about moving Mookie Betts there. If the Dodgers, right now I'm not worried whatsoever about another team. Mm. But if, and I was saying to you before, if any single team, you take any of these free agents or trade pieces and throw them on any of these teams, I'm not worried. It doesn't change my outlook on this season. If you throw Mookie Betts or Lindor onto the Dodgers, that's the only thing that can get me worried that we may not be a lock to yeah. win the World Series. Next I year. think the craziest thing is that, like, I know the Dodgers have been like swinging and missing a couple of free agents, and I know that Lindor's their number one target right now. And if they can't get Lindor, then well, like their number one target has been all of the ones they missed on too. Don't get yeah, that. Yeah, I'm saying I'm saying because they've, they've been missing flat out. I'm saying because they've missed, so they might spend a lot. Yeah, more on because that. they've missed now. Lindor is their number one piece, and a plan B for them is Mookie Betts yeah. to pursue. They have a shortstop on their in their farm Corey system. Seager. It's Corey Seager. No, no, no not, not right. Corey Seager. There's a, a shortstop or infielder on in their farm. Gavin Lux. Gavin Lux that apparently is the next fucking... I, I heard about him. Sorry. <laughs> he's the next, like, Derek Cheater or something. He apparently, apparently, he's so untouchable. And I feel like if they're that desperate, they're going to send Gavin Lux for... I mean, but it's, you're also getting Francisco Lindor. Yeah, they, they said that they're not trading him whatsoever. Like, regardless. But I think if... And, and that's good to hear from our perspective because... If they're not trading Gavin Lux, they're not getting Francisco Lindor, and they're probably not going to get Mookie Betts either. I put, I put Francisco Lindor and Mookie Betts in the same conversation. I think they're very equal players, play different positions, but I think they're extremely equal players, both MVP caliber players. That's why if you put one of those players on the Dodgers, it's the only team that I think can give us a problem. Yeah, I mean, but, but until the, that happens, the good thing is they're, they don't have, we don't have to worry about them until we get to a World Series. So yeah. you know that's a good problem to have, I guess. It's definitely a good problem to have. I'm just saying the only person that other team I know we got a lot of DMs about like who stands in our way, who are we most scared about? I think the Dodgers are the most formidable opponent against us, and I think that's contingent upon another key piece like one of those. Like I would only be scared of them. And worry that we weren't going to win the World Because right now I'm 100% we're going to win the World Series. Let, don't get that twisted at all. Find some wood somewhere. Knock on that shit. I don't even think we need it. Don't, uh, don't it you might be the dare. jinx here. Don't you fucking dare. I'm just saying, I think... Take a lap. <laughs> in terms of our outlook, and I think the Vegas odds agrees with it too. I'm just saying, adding a Lindor bets to the Dodgers would make me a little nervous. However, yeah, that's a I lot. Agree. A lot has to fall. For yeah, that to a lot has to fall, and we don't really have to worry about them until you know October. So, you know, I think that we got a DM the other day, right, or we got it earlier today about what who's the team that we fear the most in the American League, right? We'll get into DMs later. I just it's on topic, you know. Who's your most feared team? Right now in the American League, I would put it as obviously the Astros. Astros and Twins, I think, are one two right there. Twins are overlooked in everybody's eyes. Mm-hmm. Like that series against them could have gone south. Like we we smoked them, we swept them, but like I was nervous going into that series. That's a good fucking team they're right there. A good and fucking they, team. And they're one of the few teams that stayed consistent. Like yeah. they they kept players. And low key, they had the most home runs throughout the entire uh, entire MLB. 
I mean, yeah. They broke the home run record. And they had over 100 wins. I think they had exactly 100 wins. They're one of the only teams that haven't, that of their last year team, aside from us, like we kept our team for the most part, aside from Batanzas, who we could still keep, mm-hmm. and added players. So we got better. Who else yeah. got better? The Twins, I th- they stayed completely the same, which is good. They have a very good team, and their players are getting older, too. They're a relatively young team. Yeah. Other teams that are big, like marquee teams, Yeah. the Astros got worse. The Red yeah. Sox got worse. Mm-hmm. Even the Rays got worse. Rays got Tommy worse. Fenn. They're still good, but us. Yeah. <clears throat> They're still good, but yeah, they got worse. All of our competitors got worse. Yeah. You know who is under the radar? The White Sox. Not for a World Series push. Yeah. I'm just saying, just. They have so much potential. Put that out there. Think about that. They have so much potential. We're not going to talk about the White Sox. I'm yeah. just saying, keep an eye out for them. They have so much potential. They have a lot of money to spend. But they yeah. just haven't done anything. No, they they got some good free agents this year. Yeah, I know, but they haven't gotten that big that big name that big name yet. Which you yeah. don't you don't need all the time, but you know, Moneyball. So, moving and I right hope, along. I hope moving one, right one along, more thing Damon. in there. One more thing in there. I hope we get to fear the Angels someday because I just you know why? Because the best player to ever play the game potentially is on that. They're team. wasting him. And they're wasting him. That's that. Even the Rendon. Let me talk about that for a quick second. I know we're getting off topic a lot, and this is basically an MLB podcast. Whatever. We're all MLB fans. We're all baseball fans. It's relevant. I just think the Rendon signing sucked. I think they had a lot of bigger needs. I think their pitching staff sucks. They're the worst in the league. I think they could have cut that $300 million up in four ways, in two ways, and whatever it was, and address two pitchers, maybe a Keiko, maybe a Mad Bum, maybe... I mean, he went to fucking Arizona with Dude, his horses. What? But, <laughs> what? but like, they could have cut it up and put it into multiple different avenues, like to to address more needs. Like, yeah, I get a Rendon, but the guy doesn't even like baseball. Like, that's kind of concerning. Yeah. I get it, and it was also one big year, so I'm not a, honestly Rendon's a good player, very good player. Am I sold on him to get that much money for a need you didn't really have? No. And he did his one World Series. He. Had- he took, know, he took advantage of that, but you can't. You can't. I'm just him. saying, they had a lot more needs. That's enough of the Angels. Yeah, if you haven't noticed, we're talking a lot about other MLB teams. You know why that is? Because we're sitting pretty as Yankees fans, and we have a lot less needs and a lot less worries than you'd think. So now, the only thing to worry about is everybody else who stands in our way. Yeah, or maybe you don't have time to read other articles all day. That's what we do. So you're welcome. And if you do have time, we have blog posts for you on the website. There you so. go. <laughs> Moving right along here, Damon. But yeah, I, I mean, kind of. We talked. We just talked about Mad Bum real quick. What? Like, I know he went. To, like, I know he went to like the the Diamondbacks, which you know they've always been just like a good team. Yeah. They, they've never been like a spectacular team. And the like, I you know I get that he went to the team, whatever, whatever, and I think that's great for him. But when you when you get signed to a team, I feel like show some sort of excitement in something, and show some sort of like, hey, I want to come here. Because I think there's a great potential for the team. I think we can do a lot of great things and maybe we'll win a World Series. He was just like, yeah, I want to be close to my horses. I mean, what's, what is there to be excited about? I'm just saying, like, does, it doesn't matter. You know, people can go to the fucking, like... I get it, but, like, what's he excited about? You can go to the fucking Marlins. You'd be like, I want, to, I want a, world, a World Series. If you're going to the Marlins, you're not... And be excited about it. You're not faking being excited. You, you are know? fucked. That's that. Just saying, you should you should express some sort of some sort of more... Excitement than just being like, I want to be close to my horses. I mean, Mabum's a weirdo, but I think he was a product of being the last available good pitcher on the market, and he didn't get much money. $85 million over how many years? It's like five. Four or five? Yeah. I mean, he's worth more than that, for sure, but... Yeah. I mean, honestly, good for the good for the D-backs. Good for them. They got to steal. Guy can still play baseball. Yeah, I... You know, he's fucking young. He's so let's talk a little bit more about about the Yankees and what's more applicable to us and everybody as a whole right now. So the MLB is rolling out some new rules in the upcoming season. Yeah. The first rule that comes to mind that a lot of people are talking about, some people don't like it, most people don't like it, honestly. Ugh. A relief pitcher has to now face a three-batter minimum. That would be a problem for none other than Adam Adovino. Adam Adovino threw four pitches and got pulled in the playoffs. 
granted, I love, fucking love Adam Adovino. But mm-hmm. in the playoffs, he did not have it. So that'd be a problem for him. What do you think about this new rule change? I, f- I hate it. I know you hate it. Tell me why. I absolutely hate it. Because I think, like, let's, let's take it back a little bit. Why are they doing it? They're doing it to speed up the game. I hate that. And that's stupid, you know? You're not going to get more viewers to watch an MLB game by cutting down the time of the game by minutes. We're not talking about a significant difference. It's literally like we're talking minutes. Like, it's not even a significant amount of time. It's just a commercial. It's, it's just stupid. Like, like stop changing the game. You know, the game is made for a certain reason. People have jobs for a certain reason. Stop changing the game just to make it more, you know, pleasing Enticing for the viewers. New Enticing people. new people to view it. That's that not probably won't work. even like it either. Anyway, like, that's why I, I'm on that same board. And honestly, for me, the rule doesn't really bother me so much. It's just the reason behind making the rule. I think I hate both of it. I hate the reason I hate the rule because it's like the rule now. now it takes out so much strategy of the game. You know, I think I I'm I'm all for you know change like you know changing some rules you know to an extent, but when you start to change the game, and when you start to uh, like change the way the game was designed, then I start to get upset. You know, stop like you're you're making it. You're you're, you're upsetting people who are already invested and who already appreciate the game as it is, and those people actually matter. You know. Me, me, and you, we love the game of baseball. They got us. They got us. We're sold. We're baseball fans for the rest, rest of, of my time. life. And we go to we go to what? We go to fifty games a year. Yeah, they paid Garrett Cole's salary with our beer money. Exactly. That's, that's what we're talking about. But I'm just saying, and I, I agree with that. And I'm saying that they don't know. They're trying to appeal to this audience that doesn't exist. Like they're trying to get more people to watch baseball. Like these. Like people, just people that don't like baseball. I don't understand what they're trying to like appeal. I don't know what numbers are showing this for them. If you, if it just you, doesn't make sense. Like people who aren't baseball fans aren't gonna be, be gonna be baseball fans if it's ten minutes shorter. Like it's just not gonna happen. It just ruins the game for the rest of the people that already do like baseball. Yeah. Don't don't change the way. Don't change the rules of timing and strategy to you know attract new audiences as you know. And my favorite baseball player of all time says, let the kids play. You know, let the kids play. The kid, Ken Griffey. Yeah, let the kids play. And that attracts people, you know. It's not It's not going to be the speed of it. If you're invested in a game, you're going to watch the game, you know. If you go to a yeah, ball, I play my day to, around Yankees baseball, anything baseball, honestly. If you go to a ballpark with your friends and your family, you go to experience a game, you're not going to care that the pitcher – has 30 seconds in between pitches to throw the ball. You're not going to care that he can only face three. He has to face three batters, you know, f- per inning to, you know, get switched out. Like, they don't, no one cares about that. You know, you're changing the game to appeal to this audience that doesn't exist, and you're upsetting people who actually care about the game and people who have invested so much time and energy and love into, you know, the game of baseball. It's a nice and rant. And that's my TED Talk. Nice rant, Damon. Heat up Link in the bio for the TED Talk on that one. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. the, you are passionate about this. I, I, I wasn't so like really upset about it. I was like, ah, right, whatever. Like the the manager will figure it out. But that that's the it's different though. It's like yeah, they'll figure it out because they have to. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't like it. I'm just saying. Like you were very. I I think it's ridiculous. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. And I think I hope that every other baseball fan would agree with me. You know. Moving right along. <laughs> that was Damon's two cents on the situation. So, in other news, I follow a page about is a Fangraphs reporter, and as you know, Fangraphs is one of the war calculators. Mm. So, Fangraphs war is projecting us to be the number two bullpen, which is surprising to me. Number two bullpen. They might be taking it behind cat. who. Behind the Rays. Really? The Rays do have a good bullpen. So, huh. uh, it's concerning to me. It, that makes no sense. To, I'm not concerning. It makes no sense to me because I, we had the best bullpen last year, and I don't see why we aren't again, but whatever. It's a projection. But also, the main reason I bring this up 
is we're also projected number two for starting rotation. This was the biggest, biggest hole in our run last year. It's the reason why we didn't make the World Series, didn't do everything. Like that. Was, honestly, actually, it wasn't the reason we didn't make it. It was timely hitting and all that. The pitching actually looked kind of decent. But we didn't have a, an ace. We, our mm. starting rotation was a concern for everybody. Yeah. And that was why everyone said we weren't going to make the World Series beforehand. Now they have us projected at two in the league behind the Nationals. Wow. Which makes sense because they have two star-powered studs in Max Scherzer and Strasburg and then Corbin and then whomever else after that. But those two carry the weight there. But we're only behind them by like point one. Yeah. We're right there with them. And I think that's unbelievable that our biggest weakness at the snap of a finger becomes our biggest strength and not only our biggest strength the strength of the entire league yeah that's nuts yeah what do you think about that damn one person that changed that yeah uh yeah that was like one person that changed that it's one big person it's one big person 324 man 324 million dollar man yeah it's the million dollar arm but um yeah i mean it just goes to show that maybe those types of I mean, not maybe it, those types of acquisitions are worth it. You know, I know it's. I mean, fuck yeah, they're worth fuck it. Fuck yeah, you know. Just crazy, crazy to me that we can flip a switch like that. Yeah, but I think either way, I think you know, war, war is a stat, and I think that. Um, I'm not a full believer in war, by the way. Too listen, I'm, just I'm not either. It's I a think, good projection, and yeah. it's been the basis of MVP voting. So. Listen, let me ask I'll, you... I'll put some weight into let it. Let me ask a question, though. You have Strasburg, you have Scherzer, you have Corbin. Who's the fourth? On the Nationals? Yeah. I, I don't know. know. I have to look it up. Yeah, I don't know. That's why I'm asking. I don't know. Okay, cool. So now <laughs> we have... We have... We're deep. We have Cole, Severino. Put, honestly, the number... He might be the best pitcher in the MLB. I hope he is. Maybe. I think the only person that edges him is DeGrom. And I think he does have that. Yeah. So we have... Cole's right behind. Yeah. So Cole... We and have he's a New York Yankee, by the way. Sever- he's a New York Yankee, really? Yeah, no, the Yankees oh, wow. did sign Gary Cole. That's so cool. Yeah. Wow, we're going to be really good next year. <laughs> going to be Se- decent. Severino, Cole, Who's pitching Tanaka. We got Cole? Yeah, Garrett right? Cole. Yeah, that guy. Cool. Yeah, he's, he's good. Anyway, as I'm saying for the third time, Cole, Severino, Tanaka... Those are three. I might slot Tanaka in the two. Yeah, I would too, honestly. Tanaka's been nothing but consistent. I know. I love him. And he, he's doc playoffs. Like, I might put Tanaka in the two. And yeah. this is given health concerns. Why not just throw Sevy in? Like, it doesn't really matter that much it doesn't where, matter. where you rank it in the rotation. Matter. It's just having you. But, like, my if I had to rank him right now, granted health of prior seasons... My rotation would be in order of Cole, Tanaka, Paxton, Severino, and then whoever else. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and like, that's not to say Severino is at the end of my list. Severino is our two, but we'll see how he reacts to a fully healthy yeah. offseason. I think the whole reason to bring that up is, is just like, um, like overall, and you know, one through four pitchers, I am so much more confident with our four than. Uh, been with the Nationals for because we don't know what the fourth pitcher is. I mean, when was the, yeah yeah I'm talking about that. Yeah. That was my point. To Depth all that. across yes. That no, was my point. We're to deeper all that. across in any given day. If you wake up and look at the rotations and you look at the starting the matchups the probables. I I like our odds every because every you're because you're saying you know you're saying average WAR for the whole starting lineup. Yeah, Scherzer, it's top heavy. It's yeah, top Scherzer, heavy. Scherzer, Scherzer and Strasburg are going to be. The two who are the most, and then the rest of them are just gonna. Corbin's there, but it's it's yeah. very top heavy. We're very even throughout. That's what my point. Yeah. Which is honestly a little bit better. It's a lot better than if, I, if you're gonna go head to head. Hell yeah. yeah, hell yeah. But I'm just saying this is something we haven't had in a while. Like we haven't had like wake up one day since Sevy in 2017. Sevy was like that in 2017. He was that dude, and he still can be that dude. And I think he is gonna be that dude. But we haven't woken up one day and be like. Even regular season aside, playoffs, wake up one day, we got Garrett Cole on the bump. <laughs> I remember playing against Garrett Cole last year. I was so scared. I swallowed my own Adam's apple. I was like, 
how many warnings is he gonna be in for? What's his pitch count now? What's he doing? We, we were and talking and about... it's so funny about how you value other people. Like it's just how I am. I'm very pessimistic about the Yankees. Yeah. Like when he's on the mound and he was on the Astros, I was like, All right, well, what's his pitch count at? When are we getting him out of here? When are we getting him out of here? Like this guy's amazing. The second we signed him, I don't know if it's just me. I devalued him a little bit, like a touch. I still full. I don't get it twisted. I'm still fully. All right, we're not. Garrett we're Cole. not going to talk about that. I'm just one. saying that's just how pessimistic I am. Like, yeah. But like, I, I get it. The thing combating that is, I know that's just me being pessimistic because when we were facing him, not like literally two months ago, I was shitting my pants. I, yeah. I didn't know. Like, I was like, when are we getting this guy out of here? And then their bullpen decided to be good. The two people they had. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think when we when we talked about it like before a series started in the LCS, we were like, all right, Cole's probably going to pitch like, you know, at least two. That's two losses. Two? Oh, two games. I was yeah. going to say two innings. I'm saying that's at least two losses. We were chalked it up as all right. We got now we got to win. We have to beat Verlander. Yeah, like, that was what we were saying. Now we got to beat Verlander. Yeah. Who is Cy Young? Yeah, Greinke sucks, but in but he doesn't though in relation to the rest of the team, and he has an anxiety problem too. Yeah. So we got into his head. But I don't know. I just think it's so great how much the depth we have and who we have a go to nowadays. Yeah. Like I've never, we haven't had that since who? CC? Yeah. Back a long in the time. De- back in his prime when we yeah, signed him. Time. Unreal. Yeah. So like when's he shaving? I think he's sure he has it shaved already. We're recording tonight, the night before they introduce him as a Yankee. I heard he I heard he conference. already shaved. I heard he he already shaved. Sources say. Who did you hear that from? His wife's Instagram post. When? I think it was a couple like a couple hours ago. Oh. But it could be wrong. I mean, my thing is like, because we put up the poll. Was it yeah. like tonight or tomorrow morning? I or? think. I think it all depends. When do you guys shave? It all depends Comment on grow back time. It's grow back time. If I shave, I'd probably shave the morning of because my facial hair grows like crazy. I mean, you've looked like you're 30 since you were 10. So. Yeah, I know. So like. I'd shave morning of, but you know that's a that's a me thing. So I think it all depends on the person. Grow I think, back time. Yeah, grow back time. For, like, a couple hours makes a difference in grow back time. What do you think? What do you think five o'clock shadow is? Uh, I don't. That that wasn't just that wasn't just. Oh yeah, well it's five o'clock. I don't know. I don't grow a beard, so I wouldn't be able to know. <laughs> Moving right along here, talking about beards, talking about yanks. What do you think about Adam Warren, Damon? <laughs> what a joke. I don't know. That... People were making a big deal about that. A lot of Yankees pages were posting Adam Warren back to the Yankees. Didn't feel the need to post it. No. Didn't think it mattered. He's in a minor league it's deal. A minor league deal. He's got incentives. Like, if he pitches however many innings, he'll make $100,000, which in Yankee land is like a penny. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think, that, I mean, I mean, cool. We have. He's basically like a better chance Adams. And Chance Adams fucking sucks. Yeah, I mean, remember like, we thought he was good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He was, he was like, uh, whatever, whatever. But like, I don't know. I, I Adam Warren was one of those things. I was like, oh, who we signed him? Cool. I mean, like, then they were talking about having because now another league, another um, rule change throughout the entire MLB is now we have a twenty-six man roster instead of a twenty-five man roster. So now they were saying how. He would play into that role, and if he would play into that role, and that kind of guy's thinking of who would he be be replacing, or you know, who are some other people that are really on that that twenty five, twenty six man roster spot? And aside from Adam Warren, because I don't want to go too much into him because he's not really important, I think that we saw somewhere else that like Tyler Wade is one of those people, you know, and I love Tyler Wade. He is. I'm a big Tyler Wade. He's guy. awesome. He's I awesome. Mean, now that the MLB also switched to 26 man roster, Tyler Wade is docked 26. You should he's change tw- his number to I 26. I can make him 25. I'll, I'll go 25. I don't care. If, regardless, he's on the roster. Because he can, he can do anything. What can he do, Damon? He can hit. He can feel. No, field. he cannot. That was the one thing he can't do. He can do. bunt. He can't hit. <laughs> he can bunt. <laughs> Why'd you start with the one thing he can't do? I was going around the diamond. That, that's I was something get... you end at, like you end with. Like, I was going <laughs> to go around the diamond. I was going to say hit. Then I was going to say pinch run. Then I was going to say field anywhere. Like second. Then I was going to say no, outfield. He, he, so I was going to run the diamond. with the thing he's worst at. <laughs> All right. He can bunt. <laughs> he can pinch run. He can run. He can he's field. Fast. He can play outfield, infield. Yeah. That's it. That's all he can do. But that's he good. Can't that's hit. a good utility but man. But he's a utility guy. He's a 
three and a half tool player. We're ranting. We're getting stupider by the minute. So why don't three we, and get, into, why don't we get into DMs here, Damon? DMs. Yeah, we got a bunch. Thank you guys for that. We really, really appreciate all that. We like the that. DMs, and we'll shout you out whenever you put a good question in. So here we go. Just so, so you know, we we uh, you know we usually like to you know put up a Instagram post saying you know please let us know your, your questions before we record. Um, and this is the first time we did that, and we got uh, a good response. So we're gonna read a couple out for you, just so you guys know uh, to look out for that in the next uh, next filming day, which is gonna be tomorrow. DM is from Angel P Cordova 07. When they gonna trade Hap? I hope <laughs> soon. That's I mean, my answer. Honestly, though, this is a this is a good question because Hap is due seventeen million dollars next year, yeah. and I know we keep saying like who it doesn't matter who's the fifth man in the rotation, but I mean if you can dump off I mean honestly this is a matter of like if there's a, a good enough suitor for Hap that'll take it on his contract give him off but like we're also the Yankees like why does it really matter that much like seventeen because you're not like, gonna pay seven a guy seventeen million dollars a year to be a f- number five starter it's not a bad five to have though I know but again you're not gonna pay someone seventeen million dollars to be a number five starter. That's my opinion. So we've talked a lot about trades before. If something like Schwarber were to come into play, yeah, give it away. Hap could be a piece give in him there away, for sure. Yeah, Hap could be a piece in any of the lefty bats. I don't think the Cubs really want him, but you know, yeah, it's yeah. I don't think he has much trade value. Yeah, I think. And I think if you're trading for a team, you're probably looking for younger prospects like the Miguel Andujars, and you're just not going to get him. So I don't yeah. think. I honestly, I don't think Hap's going to go anywhere. And he, he might be a deadline acquisition for somebody else, but like. Why even try? We're better than all you guys. So yeah, they, or like don't you know, even make a move at the end of the uh, day. A mid-season trade or something like that. He's definitely going to be on the radar to be traded, but um, as long as you know it's it's worth it. So coming from Olivia Di Tommaso, Di Tommaso, she said bullpen slash closer rotation. Wow. So we talked a lot about the starting rotation. Oh, she's saying bullpen and closer rotations. Like, I think she might be asking, like, who's yeah setting up. For, like, it, yeah, the who's road. the who's the first out of the bullpen? Who's the setup? Who's the closer? I don't think the, it changes much five. from last year. No, I think. I mean, obviously, the only thing that changes is you have, you have Cole that we talked about earlier. No bullpen closer rotation. Oh, I thought she just started straight up bullpen only. Bullpen only. That's yeah. Good I, question, Olivia. Great question. Shout <laughs> out. Um, yeah, I think it's if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We had a great. We system. have the same team too. Yeah, we had a great system last year. And if with Dell, who knows it. if we'll have Dellen or not? But we didn't have Dellen last year anyway, so I don't think much changes. I think the only thing that would change if we do get Dellen is that he gets slotted into maybe the setup. Britain had a great year, but great year, yeah, one of the best years. So I don't know. He could, you could slot him in anywhere, but I think Dellen as a person, he's going to want that eighth inning. So. I think the only change that I would make, Olivia, is the uh, Dellen to the to the eight spot, pushing yeah. everybody else back. Pending health, yeah. Coming out from NGCJ underscore Mencho. Don't know what's going on there, but he said, "What other American League teams are our biggest threat?" Yeah. What do you think about that, Damon? I think we talked about that a little earlier. We but, did touch on that a lot. But um, I'll reiterate because we'll answer everybody's question. Um, yeah, I think obviously Astros and then Twins and then I think that right now the Rays are a bigger threat in our division. I don't think we have a threat in the division right now, but if there is a threat, then the Rays are our threat in the division. I think the Red Sox are going to absolutely suck next year. So I'd say Rays, Twins, Astros. I think the Twins. Astros obviously, but Twins. Twins are a good team. Very good fucking team. Moving right along, Mike underscore Tannehill 17 asks us, should LeMahieu be at first base or should Voight be at first base? You want to answer that one first? Yeah, I'll give that one a tackle. I think LeMahieu, honestly, this year as compared to last year, I think he's more slated for the second base as like the majority of the year because the DD move, I think, this is obviously barring health, because last year, a lot of people, there was a lot of moving parts because of health. But given everybody's healthy and DD's gone, Glaber moves to short. D- DJ, I think he's the everyday second baseman. I think Voight Ford and possibly Miguel Andujar is at a first base spot. 
Mm-hmm. Granted, if he can learn it, and he, obviously he won't be the everyday first baseman. He might play here and there because they like to rotate around. But I think the everyday first baseman is going to be. I, honestly, I'm split. I'm split between Voigt and Ford. Ford showed us a lot last year, and I think that's going to be a big conversation going forward. Yeah. And Voigt honestly didn't show me so much. I'm not sold on Voigt. I'm not either. Like, there's a lot of people that step up in that box, and I have confidence in them. I, I'm a big Voigt guy. Yeah. But I'm just saying, there's a lot of people that step up in the box, and I just, I just know they're going to get hit, and there's some people that I don't. Voigt doesn't have that for me yet, and he's got to prove it to me. Yeah. And that takes a little bit, like, Glaber got it this year. Like, Glaber comes up there, I know he's getting hit. Yeah. I got confidence. And I think Ford has shown nothing but that. Mm. So I'm I'm honestly more towards Ford. So for, in terms of the question, first base, I don't think DJ is going to play first base. I think he, I, he would maybe sometimes like he did last year, but a little less considering second base is now less occupied. He's going to be the second baseman slash shortstop slash third. Mm. Geo's at third, mixing and matching. Mainly Geo, but occasionally when Geo needs a rest, probably give Andujar a shot in there. Andujar is probably going to be the everyday DH. But in terms of the question, circle back. I think. No, I think it's, I think it's mainly the Voigt slash Ford situation. Yeah, I th- I I'd agree with that. I think that. My thing is that I think both Voigt and Ford did have streaks with success and not doing so great and like four had a little more success than Voight in the times of, you know, at bats and stuff like that. Um, and they're both pretty average fielders. Um, and obviously I think that, you know, LeMayu can play first if needed, but I don't, I think his place is at second because, you know, DD's gone now and Glaber's moving to short. So second baseman is really LeMayu's to take. I think the only other thing I would consider is if I know we we talked about this a little earlier is if and Duhar learns how to play first. So I know we we heard a little bit about that. I know that's a that's a stretch, but if he does learn how to do that and Voigt and Ford don't show success, that's another option. But I don't see really see that happening because Voigt and Ford are solid players. But um, that's just that's just my take. And that'll wrap up the DMs. Thank you for sending in DMs. We'd like everybody to send DMs. We'll pick the cream of the crop with the questions. We'll shout you out, too. I don't know. Maybe we'll get a couple of followers here and there. But I think that just about does it for me. What about you, Damon? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for listening to the 161 Pod. Make sure you check us out on iTunes and Spotify and subscribe so you can get all new episodes the second they come out. And if you fuck with us, it'd be huge if you can give us a five-star rating on iTunes. It really means a lot to us and makes us want to make more episodes. We're on Instagram and Twitter at the 161 Pod, and each episode is also uploaded to YouTube at 161st Street Podcast. If you want to see us fuck around and bullshit during the pod, that's the place to be. Go Yankees. I'm awake to feel the wake of your motion And I want something that's feeling alright Loose cannon but still it won't fight No need to leave, spend our whole lives Another day in paradise I'll be gone to November Going through the letters that I send her And thinking about the moment that I met her Well I'll be back in due time Touchdown, throw off my own two shoes Still the same city I've been used to And all the reckless things that we do Keep us young, they're good signs, they're good signs Take a little more if you need it Voices of the night won't mislead it The tide pulls me in, but it takes slow Gives to the nights we let go And I'm hoping that they figure out It's all about the scenery along the route So kind, so kind
something good And I know when we're old We'll look back and say some Mistakes we made, they made us who we are These games we played, they got us really far That shit to most won't ever mean a thing But it got us here, so I hold on All the good comes in waves I buy my time by the ocean And at night 